Commerce the Fast podcast presented by Clutch Points. I'm your host, Blake Buffalo. With me, as always, my co-host, Dylan Reagan, back here to make our picks for week four of the 2023 NFL season. Uh, one episode this week, Dylan, uh, but uh, any quick re- recap thoughts on uh, week three where you had a team score 70, uh, you had uh, some very interesting developments elsewhere, obviously uh, injuries, unfortunately, we know are always kind of a big story, but uh, and then you had the Bears. So, I mean, you just kind of have to group them into their own category at this point, too. So, Yeah, it was an underwhelming first half of the first slate of games. And then all these games got so close. They had to have, you know, four games on red zone basically for the last 30 minutes. It became complete chaos. Some obviously insane results with the Colts beating the Ravens. Uh, Gardner Minshew looking fantastic there. Obviously, the, the big surprise with the Cowboys losing to the Cardinals. I think I cursed them by making them the betting lock there. <laughs> even though that's not usually always the case. And Chargers-Vikings played up to our game of the week. So there's a, yeah. uh, quite a few um, interesting results, uh, some questionable decisions. I, I don't know about the Raiders. Uh, everyone's already talked about it by now, about kicking the field goal down eight inside the red zone there at the end, saying they're going to have to score twice, which quite literally wasn't mm-hmm. true, I guess, if you include the two-point conversion as the second score. But, yeah, it was a nuts day. Obviously, the Dolphins stuff, as you mentioned, so fun watching that offense every week. But this was just on another level. Um, they, they, they took – they lose. They don't have Waddle in the game, and they made it. Uh, they, they're like, how can this actually benefit us? And had a lot of these backup guys blocking so well in the perimeter, and obviously, uh, just a rough, rough day for Denver fans that had optimism about the season. We'll we'll see moving forward, but I'm sure we'll talk about them more coming up. Yeah, there were some coaches in Week Three that I sat there wondering um, if they were trying to lose their job because some of the decisions that were made were just head scratching and. Everyone on social media always goes back to the just let these guys play Madden and they will understand what to do in these scenarios perhaps a little bit better because uh, you want to talk about overthinking, whether it was the Raiders, the Chargers. Um, boy, yeah, I just didn't understand some of the, the thinking there on those moves. But we'll see if those teams can win. A couple of 0-2 teams we know uh, had their backs against the wall, able to, to pull out of it with big wins. In week three, let's see what happens in week four. All right, we are going to roll through these a little quicker than usual. Uh, we start with our game of the week, and it's going to be the Dolphins at the Bills. The team who just put up 70 points is going to play at the Bills, who um, have looked much better since that week one game against the Jets. Uh, dominated the Raiders, dominated Washington, which, um, you know, that was one of the bets I made last week, Dylan. And initially, I'm like, am I overthinking this? Like, is Washington really going to keep this close? No, they didn't. Um, it was just a complete non-factor. So these two teams... Coming in red hot, this is exactly what you want in a you know game of the week, potential game of the year type showdown between these two teams. Boy, it is hard to pick against the team that just put up 70. But I don't think the <laughs> Dolphins are going to put up 70 again here no. against the Bills. I think this will certainly be a much closer game. And I am going to lean on the side of, boy, everyone is just on the Dolphins. Look, they've been spectacular. But I also think this is one of those games where um, – you know, there is a lot of hype around this Dolphins team after what they just did, but I think this is one where it's such a dramatic difference in playing this Bills team and playing the Broncos that I think the Bills can take advantage of a couple things, maybe force a couple mistakes here that we haven't been seeing with this Dolphins offense, um, and I'm going to go with Josh Allen and company to get this thing done in what should, again, be a, a fantastic game. Yeah, the top two teams in DVOA through the first two weeks of the season, Bills at number one, Dolphins at two. Not surprisingly, the Dolphins offense in first place, Bills only behind on defense, uh, the Browns are second. So yeah, that matchup's going to be insane to watch. I know the Dolphins are able to move the ball against New England, but I think uh, a couple weeks ago, but I think Buffalo's defense is proven to to be a little bit more stout. I know at times past season, we, we looked at these games and the, the 
Dolphins had success uh, a year ago with their speed, um, something that maybe with Buffalo's secondary, with all the talent they have, it's just a factor that a lot of teams are going to struggle to deal with. I think we're going to have a high-scoring game, even if the Bills keep the Dolphins relatively in check. Yeah, obviously not going to be scoring as many points as they did last week, but I still think there's a chance this game um, is in the like high 20s, low 30s for both teams. That should get you close to that over-under. Yeah, 53-and-a-half, I think. I would probably take the over on it. Watch this be a defensive battle. Always it ends up flipping. But yeah, no, this obviously these two games, all three games, including the playoff game without Tua, were really fun last season. And uh, one of the games I've been looking forward to, you know, as soon as this schedule came out. So I'll go with Miami to to find a way to get, to get a win. They did beat the Bills early in the season last year in that crazy game and the heat in Miami. I think we'll probably have better conditions here in Buffalo. But yeah, both uh, it's good to see Josh Allen and the Bills offense. Uh, kind of get things going after a sluggish start at times early on. Uh, but, yeah, Miami obviously cooking, and I think, you know, the offensive line uh, looks pretty stout. Uh, Tua didn't even get – I don't think he got touched, or there's there's only a few pressures but didn't even have a, one QB hit last week. That's going to change, but I just think that Miami has enough answers, and if their defense can uh, get enough stops, force a turnover, um, I think they have a shot to win this one on the road. Yeah, should be great. Uh, I would not be surprised if either team wins this thing because, you know, what the Dolphins are doing, just ridiculous. And the Bills look pretty good, too, um, yeah. for sure. <laughs> All right, to our betting locks of the week. I told you before we started recording, my motto the past couple of weeks has been very simple. Bet against the Bears, um, fade the Chicago Bears. That is the pick every week. Unfortunately, as we just said, this week they're playing the team that just gave up 70 points to Miami Dolphins. So, uh, I can't really go with the Bears as my, my betting lock against uh, of the week this time. So I'm going to turn to the next best thing, definitely when it comes to um, offensive woes. And that is the New York Jets, as the Chiefs are nine and a half point favorites on the road to play the Jets. Give me the Chiefs anything yeah. above 10, and I am perfectly fine with that. So nine and a half, I will gladly take this as a betting lock. Um, look, Jets are saying all the right things about Zach Wilson. Unfortunately, we see it. It's just not – there's no offensive rhythm whatsoever with the passing game. Um, frustration across the board, as you can see. Yeah, I mean, they're playing the Chiefs. Uh, the Jets' defense could play well here, and they're going to have to score points. I think for the Jets to have a chance to win this, they'll have to score, in my opinion, at least one touchdown, um, either from the defense or special teams, to have a chance to win this game. Meanwhile, um, you know, even if the Chiefs struggle a little bit offensively, I just – I don't see the Jets putting up enough points to keep this close. And so, therefore, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Nine-and-a-half-point favorites is the betting lot. Yeah, it was difficult watch seeing that Jets offense on Sunday. I wouldn't say that that Jets-Patriots game is one you should show someone if you want them to get in the football. Um, no. But the, the level of play, obviously, the conditions played a part. But, yeah, Jets dead last. Um, an offensive DVOA in the, in the Chiefs, as we've talked about. Uh, I'm going to double this up with you. I, I'm going to lock this one as well, even if I have yeah, well. uh, my, my second one coming up. I just think the Chiefs' defense has been too solid. I know they played the Bears last week, but before that, this unit has looked much better than I anticipated coming into the year, and that's a scary prospect for, you know, even with teams like Miami and Buffalo, as we just talked about. This AFC uh, race obviously going to be a ton of fun throughout the year, but I think the combination of that defense and what they're able to do, the secondary looks really strong, um, getting good interior pressure, just overall – some layers of that defense that have come together more so than I think even uh, a couple of their Super Bowl seasons. So, um, and then you got the offense where, yeah, it looks 
after a, a week that was a little a week one that was a little bit sluggish and some struggles in Jacksonville against the Jags defense that's looked much better. Obviously, things kind of a, kind of a get right game. It's going to be a tough challenge for them on that side. But I think Andy Reid and Mahomes will have enough answers. Maybe it won't be. I don't know if they'll cover this by way too much, but I I feel pretty confident about them winning by a couple scores. Um, so yeah, I'll go. I'll lock up the Chiefs over the Jets as well. All right, this is another one I, I like. The Commanders at the Eagles. Uh, Eagles, eight-and-a-half-point favorites on this one. As you said, you're going to double up and pick this one too. Yeah, I mean, the Commanders are just – they're not good offensively. We talk about teams that just are not good on that side of the ball. They're not good. Sam Howell's not playing well. Um, yeah, I just – that's why, again, kind of looking back at last week, you felt like the Bills were in a really good spot against this team. And uh, I know they got the win in Denver, but that was just kind of one of those just wild things. We sort of talked about too, the game against Arizona – like Washington's a team that had a lot break their way the first couple of weeks. Unfortunately, now they're playing heavyweight type teams that can win the Super Bowl, and I think we're seeing the results of that. Um, and so, Eagles eight and a half point favorites at home against this Washington team in this offense that's struggled quite a bit uh, with consistency so far. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll take the Eagles. Yeah, I still think Washington has a chance to be um, in the race in the NFC. I think we're going to have a crowded middle of the road around 500 type race there but like you mentioned it's it's facing these better top end teams where it's going to be tougher to to see them have the same outcomes i think they'll they'll fight better than they did in buffalo some things went against them as a combination of a dominant performance by buffalo and some bad bounces in some cases i i just think that philadelphia and this goes for a lot of teams i think we started seeing this week the rust of the first couple of weeks obviously you do have all the training camp practices but you don't have the game reps um, for some of these quarterbacks and some of these offenses um, to get in a rhythm. And I think you saw, especially with Buffalo, but also with Philadelphia um, against Tampa Bay, there were some plays in that game where Jalen was like, I was like, all right, this is, we're back. Like there's some throws yeah. where things don't look good and he's able to make a play and it's not just using his legs, but it's making a pinpoint pass down the field. Obviously it helps to have that receiving duo um, and Dante Smith and AJ Brown. But yeah, I think, I think the bit uh, on the other side, it's just a, a team that dominates up front on both sides. It's going to be a tougher challenge for this offensive line I think um, against the front of Washington on the uh, when the Eagles have the ball but I think there's just enough things here for me to feel pretty good about it similar to the last game but not so much to the same extent because I think Washington will maybe score a couple uh, a couple you know get in the end zone at least once put up some points but I think the Eagles ultimately are better you know than Washington by two scores on my mind so going back to them I'm gonna stay away from Dallas for a second after what happened again on on Sunday <laughs> Not a bad idea. That was, uh, yeah, not good for the Cowboys. All right, to our upsets of the week. Uh, boy, these are not, I think, what you would call significant upsets by any means. But it's kind of one of those weeks where the Lions are pretty close for a lot of these games. Uh, all right, I'm going to go with a Thursday night game. Lions are one-half point favorites on the road against the Packers. I don't love this one. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to lean on the Packers. Hopefully, maybe they get some of their offensive weapons back or just I mean how many injuries this team has had so far you know just kind of across the board when you yeah. look at the injury situation and I know that's a reason probably to pick against the Packers here and it's also a reason why the Lions are favored in this game um probably but I'm still going to kind of lean on maybe the Packers I know Jordan Love's been hit or miss at times on some of the throws and and all that and I don't know that I completely still trust the Lions and so maybe this is one of those games where I'm just kind of like all right only in the other direction, but hey, there's a reason this is a pretty close spread. And so just give me the Packers and, you know, quote unquote upset here in this one in Lambeau. Yeah, injuries for both teams. And obviously, the short week's not going to really help them. But yeah, obviously, a lot made of the Packers' offensive line. I think that the Lions also 
projected to have a couple of linemen out potentially. Um, so it's it's definitely not the full strength of these teams. A couple of guys in the secondary went down for Detroit as well. Um, but I just I don't know. I I, I think that I'm going to still pick them um, in this game against the Packer team. That yeah, they had the fight back. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't a game where they probably had the highest win probability throughout. But I thought they you know made enough plays. Um, obviously to win, but also just on defense, they kind of held things down. I know Derek Carr got hurt, uh, not a Saints offense that's been fantastic all year anyway. But I just there's something about what Detroit did on defense against Atlanta where I felt like, all right, things are kind of clicking. Brian Branch really stood out, obviously, had a fantastic game um, for, for the Lions. And I just think their offense, even if it's not perfect all the time, I still trust the weapons that they have. I think Jared Goff obviously has shown a lot of growth. Um, and I think the play designs, we started seeing some good things open up against Atlanta. So I'll go with the Lions in a game that, yeah, before the year we talked about this division and kind of we said it was going to likely be these two teams were the two that I thought would be the, the ones at the top. Sure enough, the Vikings and Bears both 0-3. So even though it's only week four, this game could go a long way uh, with playoff implications for both these teams. And I'll go with the Lions to, to recreate some of the magic they got in that week 18 win in, in Lambeau last year. All right, the other upset, uh, Steelers are three-point favorites on the road against the Texans. Uh, I'm going Steelers here. Dylan's going with the upset with the Texans. I, I can't blame them. The Texans have looked good. I mean, I, I don't know how else to say it. Like, this team is ahead of schedule to me, not saying it's been pretty every week, but we talked last week about the offense. Um, there is a lot to like about this offense, and C.J. Stroud looks like the best quarterback that was taken in this draft this past year. Um, so far, I mean, he is doing a lot of good things, obviously being helped out by Nico Collins, Tank Dell, and company. But, yeah, I really like what I'm I'm seeing from the Texans in terms of their development so far. And I am not against this pick, but I will go with the Steelers, who built a, thought a little momentum in that game against the Raiders. And uh, But this should be, a, surprisingly, I mean, this is probably you know one of the more intriguing games of the week when you just kind of look at what the Texans are doing. Uh, see what they can do against this uh, Steelers defense here. Yeah, it's going to be a big challenge, and I know they've had obviously a lot of injuries along that offensive line in Houston, and they haven't made any excuses though. I'll say D'Amico Ryan's has the right mindset with this group, but I thought, yeah, they also found a rhythm in that game against the Jags defense. It's looked pretty good this year. Um, I think up front Pittsburgh's going to again pose a bigger challenge, and that is at times when we've seen Stroud struggle. But yeah, I, I just think there's something about the way they've been playing where I I feel like they're a little more frisky, and I the Steelers' offense I still don't. You know, they've had a, a few big plays here and there. Uh, looked better in stretches against the Raiders, but still struggled to run the ball against the Raiders' run defense that I don't think is fantastic by any means. Um, I think Houston, even if that side maybe is still taking some strides, they've been a little bit better defending the run, um, a little more towards league average. So I just, I'm going to, it's just more of a feel too. Got to have, I try to, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm not picking enough upsets on uh games that are uh with spreads that are a little bit higher um and you know it's like three but still a lot of them were like one 2.1 so kind of just had a feeling that houston and the way that stroud's playing and the mindset that D'Amico ryan's has them uh, going with i think they have a, a real shot here I, I think it's a coin flip game and won't be surprised if stroud gets a, a not necessarily a signature win but you know to, to if he puts up a solid performance against the steelers defense i think they'll be talking about him a little more in the all the weekday morning talk shows as we learned last week, too, no no spread is safe in the NFL um, after the Cardinals did what they did against the Cowboys. So, yeah, it's like any of these is just good luck because these are these are tough games. But I like this one. Steelers and the Texans should be interesting on that one. All right, we go through our quick picks here. Falcons and Jaguars. This one's in London. Jaguars, uh, three-point favorites in this one. Reading some stuff for the Action Network. Jags have been the unluckiest team in the NFL at this point based on just certain things not breaking their way and 
all this other stuff. So I don't think the Falcons can throw the ball at all. Um, I just have not been impressed at all with their, their passing game. And I know they've got a nice running game, but um, I think the Jaguars bounce back here after that disappointing loss to the Texans. Yeah, I won't be surprised if they do as well. I think the Falcons also hopefully will play a bit better in offense. But two teams that I think that, um, you know, two and one, one and two, I think they both, you think the Jaguars more of a two and one team. Um, I think they're pretty even in most numbers so far, advanced numbers at least. They're like neck and neck, not looking fantastic always on offense, pretty better on defense than maybe expected. Um, weird game, obviously, it being in London. Uh, the Jaguars have a lot of experience there, but I, f- I want to say these two teams played in London not that long ago, maybe in 2019. I think you're right. I forget exactly, but um, I think it's a chance for uh, Atlanta's offense to get going th- uh, a little bit better. But I, I just like you said, it's the fact that it's still Trevor Lawrence, it's still this defense that I think has taken strides. And like like you mentioned, I, I do. It's not surprising to hear that they've been one of the if the unluckiest teams if the, not the unluckiest team with some of the, the things that have happened with them all the missed plays on sidelines just bar- barely it just just tick behind maybe a team i mentioned all these teams that kind of did find a rhythm maybe the jags still need one more week maybe it takes a international trip here um even if it's not one that they're not used to so yeah, i'll go with the jags as well um in a game and it's it's mostly a trust of the the quarterback position between the two sides and the falcons i, I think it finally in that game against detroit kind of cost them um not having a guy that they really felt like they could just have drop back and make the plays when they need them Broncos three nine point favorites on the road in Chicago to play the Bears. The Broncos, who just gave up seventy points, lost by fifty, are three and a half point favorites on the road. Just let that sink in for a second. Uh, that tells you where the Bears are at. Broncos are the pick here. Yeah, I, th- I think the Broncos' offense has looked okay. So if there's like one part of this game yeah. that feels like a unit that actually can. Uh, put up something salvageable. Uh, I think it's Denver's offense. I, I don't think they've been the reason they fall into 0-3. Yeah, all, all four 0-3 teams playing against each other. We'll get to the other game pretty shortly here, I think. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Denver also for that Yeah, for that reason. I just The Bears have been so bad on both sides and didn't see anything that, that signified growth. Maybe we'll see Justin go off, and maybe this will be the week where, at least for a very fleeting moment, Chicago's like, all right, we, we kind of got things under – uh, on a handle, but yeah, like you said, um, it's just it's a reason that Denver, despite what happened on Sunday, is still a three point five road favorite. It's just the, the, that's how bad the Bears have been, um, and I, I think Bron- the Broncos will finally. I think they're going to still be a motivated group. I don't think their defense is going to stay worse than DVOA for the whole season. So uh, I, I think Denver gets a win here. A better game here: the Ravens at the Browns. Browns two and a half point favorites. In this game, uh, really good AFC North showdown here. Dylan had a hard time picking this one, yeah. but I don't know. I feel like I picked against the Ravens quite a bit this season, um, but you know they are coming off the loss to the Colts. You feel like they'll bounce back, but I just I like the Browns here in this spot at home, so I'm going to take them in Cleveland. Yeah, I've liked how they have played at home. Um, obviously, only if we're still early in the season, but. That defense is the main reason. Um, I, I think that you know the Ravens' offense has looked good in stretches, but also at the time still growing pains for sure. Um, it wasn't always pretty against an Indianapolis defense. That I don't know. Uh, I, I probably playing above their their weight right now, um, but still a, an offense or a, def, a defense that you felt like Baltimore should have put up more points on and been able to pull away with a win. And yeah, the Browns' offense hasn't been perfect. Um, and I know that's still going to be a concern in this one. It's just the defense has been so dominant. I think that the stat I saw, 39 drives where they've been on the field and they've given up one touchdown. 
even when some of the times they've turned the ball over and drives have started in their own territory. It's just ridiculous what they're doing on that side of the ball. They're not just first um, in in, uh, DVOA on on defense, but they're number one in pass defense, number two in run defense, and that's not surprising when you've watched them. They've just been ridiculous on that side. I think they're going to, you know, for a Ravens team that we'll see uh, what happens this week with some of the injuries. I know they've piled them up again, and they have a lot of depth, and it really does make a huge difference. But I think that some of those guys, if they're not, even if they do play, if they're not 100% against Miles Garrett and, and his group up front, I think it's a, a chance that things are going to get a little bit muddied there. Um, the Ravens have won a lot of these games and found ways to pull them out. I, I think it's going to be an uglier game. I think their defense has looked pretty dang good in Baltimore, too. Um, so, I mean, the, the main thing for the Browns, they can't turn the ball over. They need Deshaun to make some of the throws he was making this past Sunday. Um, against Tennessee so we'll see what happens but I'll go with the Browns I, I don't feel fantastic about this this is a definitely a, a game that I uh, consider in my mind also as like a sub kind of game of the week it's one that I'm super excited for and obviously uh, yes the Steelers still also two and one but it feels like these two teams maybe um, more so trying to really have the crown of who's the the team atop this division right now so I'll go with the Browns but it should be a really fun one more teams searching for wins here. The Vikings, three and a half point favorites on the road against the Panthers. Um, yeah, I just surely something has to bounce in the Vikings' favor, and I'm going to assume it's this week. Uh, Panthers, I just, yeah, they've not looked great either, and I know Bryce yeah. Young's been out injured. Andy Dalton didn't look bad at all. Um, the Adam, Adam Thielen revenge game here, I guess you could say, Dylan, but <laughs> I just think still think the Vikings are the better team. So I think it's a close game, though. Um, it's hard to trust the Vikings completely right now, but I will take them to get the win. Yeah, I'm going with Minnesota as well. Obviously, three score, uh, three one-score losses. It's, it, like we joked about in the last episode, can they completely inverse last year where they went 11-0 in those games? I think they'll find a way to win one eventually, and I think they win this game by potentially a little more than one score. I just think they've obviously – got him unlucky uh, not to be yes it's kind of flipping everything that happened last year but their defense hasn't been great so it does kind of scare me but I wouldn't say Carolina uh, especially the past defense has not been perfect I think there's a chance here for the Vikings offense to put up some points and yes while the Panthers uh yeah Andy looked okay at times but it's still not it's just an overall operation that I think is definitely behind where Minnesota's at even if they took a step back so yeah I'll go with the Vikings to win this game and I'd feel pretty good about them covering as well Rams at the Colts. The Colts are the favorites in this one by a point after that win against Baltimore. Rams didn't look great against a desperate Bengals no. team that got Joe Burrow back, but eh, that's all right. I'm I'm still going to go with the Rams here. I think they bounce back uh, in the spot. I always worry about kind of a hangover for the Colts after that win uh, against the Ravens. But, again, give the Colts credit. They've been much better than I thought they'd be this season to this point. And, you know, they've got Gardner Minshew in there. And um, I guess we don't know Anthony Richards' status just yet. We're recording this a little earlier this week than we usually yeah. do. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm still going to go with the Rams. I think the Rams are probably the better team. And it doesn't always mean everything in the NFL, but I'll take them in the spot. Yeah, weird game for sure on Monday night. A lot of questionable decisions, a lot of bad bounces uh, that went against them, The, the you know, ruling 2-2 out, stepping out there, some sacks they took. Just a lot of little things were here and there. Uh, things go a little bit differently, different play call. Maybe the Rams do come out with that win in Cincinnati. I think they'll hopefully have some self-reflection of, of the just abandoning the run like they did early in the game when it was uh, working quite well. Uh, and hopefully on offense they'll be a little little more um, a little more tight in this one. I, I think there's a chance we do see them bounce back. 
um, on that side of the ball. Again, another uh, performance from this defense. Not sure if they can keep holding holding teams down to to under you know this one only holding the 19 points. Now two games they've held their opponents under 20. Um, the defense for the Rams has looked okay at, at times. I think the Colts will probably still be able to put up some points, but I'll go with the Rams as well. Uh, a true coin flip game. I think ESPN's uh, their analytics have it as a 55.9 Rams favorite. So that feels a little bit better than that's um, the underdog. So I'll, I'll take them in this one in a game that I think, yeah, definitely could fluctuate. But I, I think the Rams offense potentially gets things back clicking like they were maybe in week one uh, to more of an extent. And maybe they do ultimately find a way to get this win. Uh, the Bucks at the Saints. Saints three-point favorites in this game. Uh, I feel like there's always just kind of – I feel like these games are always close yeah. um, between these two teams. And maybe recent history suggests not. I have to look up the scores for every game. But, like, I just – I feel like this is what you expect. I find it hard to believe that either one of these teams are going to run away from the other – uh, by a lot of points here, so you can certainly understand the three-point spread. I'm going to go with the Saints on this one. Um, I still don't think the Bucks are bad. I mean, I, I know they didn't play the best against the Eagles, but I think that a lot of that was kind of about the Eagles. And, yeah, I, I think this should be a pretty close game. I almost thought about going with the Bucks here uh, to bounce back. But uh, Saints, Derek Carr situation, we know he's out. But um, the Jameis Winston revenge game for the how many time now? I feel like this is the how many times we've had a Jameis Winston revenge game here. But <laughs> I'll I'll go with the Saints. Yeah, it's a, uh, I know last year the the Bucks eked out a couple wins, um, but it's a matchup that for a while the Saints had dominated. Um, I I think it's really always an intense battle. These NFC South rivalries I think are just really fun, not just with these two teams. I think they're usually some of the more intense and maybe underrated um, in the league. But I I think yeah I'm gonna just side with the Saints defense. Uh, I think they had some unlucky things happen. I think Jameis with a full week knowing he's gonna be the starter with Derek Carr injured. It's going to help um, things be a little more clean on that side of the ball. I think just overall in the early going, yes, Tampa uh, you know, found a way to win that week one game, obviously beat the Bears. I wouldn't say eking out to an extent a win over Chicago looks that great uh, overall. I, I think the Saints are just a better football team, and I think their defense is going to make a big enough difference. They've been just so stout uh, that I have a hard time, especially picking against them at home here. Yeah, I think that is the case. Bengals at the Titans, Bengals two and a half point favorites. On the road in this one, um, just don't think the Titans are very good. I think the Bengals uh, found what they were looking for against the Rams. Still clear, I think, that Joe Burrow is not the Joe Burrow um, that we're used to seeing, but Titans' offense is just brutal at times, um, and I just I can't trust them in the spot against a, a team like this who is finding their way again, I think. So I'll take the Bengals in this one. Yeah, finally got some, some rhythm going with Jamar Chase. Even – you know, the interception he threw was just a great play by the Rams' DB Witherspoon. I thought overall made a lot of good decisions. He missed some throws early in the game, but you saw as the game progressed, he started adjusting to where his body's at. And I think just another week with that, um, hard to, to pick against the Bengals here in a spot where, yeah, they got a little bit of uh, momentum going. I thought the defense, obviously, some self-inflicted wounds by the Rams, but they and some injuries on the offensive line that they don't have the depth to um hold up with uh but the Bengals to their credit did get a ton of pressure in that second half their uh, their ears pinned back thought they did a great job and I think that defense um combined with yeah against the, the uh, Titans offense that has been quite underwhelming hard to pick against Cincinnati here I think they'll probably win this game and probably cover that two and a half point spread maybe get that because yeah we're uh, by the time the game starts it might be a little bit higher depending on uh, how Burroughs health progresses this week Raiders the Chargers. Chargers five and a half point favorites uh, in this one. Obviously, um, Jimmy G status 
is concussion protocol. Um, so again, we don't know that. We're recording earlier this week, but um, as I said, I just I thought the Raiders had a great opportunity against the Steelers. Just did not play well. Made some coaching decisions, as mentioned earlier, that uh, do not give you a lot of optimism moving forward. Meanwhile, for the Chargers, they also made some coaching decisions. I think that uh, could say the same thing. So, which guy will outdo the other in this one? I don't know, but I think the Chargers have the better team here, and I'll take them to win as five and a half point favorites. Yeah, I think they're just they they got a they got kind of escaped with one. Uh, we knew this was going to kind of happen in that Vikings Chargers game that there's going to be some interesting things happen. Sure enough, turning the ball over on downs in your own twenty four, late in the game up four. I, I don't blame necessarily going for it, but yeah, it's just it's been that issue. And I know a lot of people will, but I, I understand like trying to be aggressive, just winning the game and feeling like oh, if the Vikings score, we can put the ball back in Justin's hands. But the, they just have not executed in those situations for like three years now. Um, it's been frustrating to see, but their defense comes away. Enough things kind of happen where they're able to pull that one out. And I think they've just been so good on offense. And I think they've some things have obviously losing Mike Williams to the torn ACL is going to be really brutal for that offense. But I think just they figured out some stuff overall in the passing game this last week. Kenan Allen, uh, big time performance, obviously. Um, and they're third in offensive DVOA. The defense has not been so good, but yeah, the Raiders definitely after that week one win have kind of regressed down a bit. And it's, even though they almost came back against Pittsburgh, not an opponent that, um, you know, you felt like if you were going to feel good about the Raiders overall this season, those are the kind of games they're going to have to put up better fights in and not be clawing and scratching back to get into it. And then, yeah, with a potential without Jimmy G, even if Aiden O'Connell has looked solid um and maybe the Raiders will put up a few points in this one maybe it'll be a, a fun high scoring game I think the Chargers are just the better team and they have Justin Herbert so I'm gonna pick them to win this game Patriots and Cowboys Cowboys seven point favorites at home uh they're coming off the loss to the Cardinals seems like a great bounce back spot for the Cowboys Patriots like you said earlier didn't look the greatest against the Jets but they didn't have to be great to beat the Jets uh in that offense but uh yeah I just I can't see the Patriots putting it together here a little disappointing for the Cowboys but again if you talk about ultimate bounce back spots I would think that they bounce back in a big way here yeah I think the Cowboys on defense in particular after getting humbled a bit with some of the things that Arizona was able to do uh, when they had the football I think that they're going to come out really determined against a uh, yeah even if it was against a stout pretty solid Jets defense um, I would say the Patriots offenses look pretty bad and on the other side I think yeah Dallas is offense a lot to be desired kind of middle of the pack right now with some of the advanced numbers uh, not their best week obviously with some costly turnovers and just overall struggling to get a rhythm but I think they're just a better team and I'm even if I yeah I'm gonna hold off on a lock with them like I mentioned at the top for a second I think they're much better than what they looked like I think that game was as much um, them playing down uh, and thinking they're gonna walk over Arizona as well as Arizona being much better than we thought, or at least going to be playing much harder than uh, maybe some people thought going into the season. They've they have not looked like a team that is trying to tank for Caleb. That's for sure. Um, so yeah, I'll give the the Cowboys here, even if the the Patriots uh, want to still find some rhythm on offense. Start to try, even if last week's win doesn't feel like the the most satisfying against the Jets, even if it, it was always fun for that fan base to win against one of their biggest rivals and continue that winning streak going. I think Dallas gets has a get-right game. I don't think they're going to be taking this one easy. Um, I think they're going to find a way to win this one. Cardinals, the Niners. Niners, 14-point favorites. Cardinals have them right where they want them, right? After being 12.5 points, uh, underdogs last week against the Cowboys. Now they're 14-point underdogs after the win. Keep doubting the Cardinals. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do here because I'm picking the Niners. <laughs> and I also think this is one where, like I said, you talk about just what that win did for 
the Cardinals, who have you know been right there if you think about it so far this season. Um, but yeah, I just I think the Niners are. <laughs> this isn't in Arizona, like this is uh, in San Francisco, and I think the Niners will um, take it to them this week. Yeah, I don't think after what happened on on Sunday that uh, San Francisco is going to be taking Arizona easily. I think they saw that performance, especially in the running game, just a dominant performance running the football, um, averaging over seven yards per carry. I know some of those plays, obviously Rondale Moore using him as a, as a running back and had the, the big touchdown, but just overall looked really you know, explosive. Uh, Josh Dobbs took it a number of times. I, just the, the multiplicity of that attack for Arizona should be fun, but it's the 49ers and it's that defense and it's everything it's Kyle Shanahan it's what Brock Purdy's looked like with all the skill guys around him uh just how and they have the extra rest also after playing that Thursday night game I I just there's too many factors to think I wasn't going to pick the Niners as a lock obviously 14 is a pretty high spread still um even with how dominant the Niners have been this season uh maybe Arizona does at least battle early on we'll see though i think the 49ers will still end up winning easily even if arizona ultimately on the season is going to be much better than anticipated all right we wrap up with the seahawks at the giants giants favored by one and a half here uh in this one and yeah this is one of those tricky games you know one and a half point line i think both teams um you know giants certainly feel like that they have something to prove Seahawks, uh, I think a team that still may be hard to know exactly what to make of the Seahawks just yet. And so, um, yeah, I feel like these two teams are kind of in the same spot in terms of I still don't have a great read on either of them. I don't you know, think they're locks to make the playoffs or anything. But, um, yeah, these are it's kind of an interesting spot for both teams. But I'm going to take the Seahawks here. I just, I don't know. I, I'm not, I don't know. Giants just aren't, aren't speaking to me right now, Dylan, uh, in terms no. of. And what I'm seeing, Saquon's injury, all that. Um, but, yeah, I think the Seahawks are, are are the better team overall, although this should be a pretty close game. Yeah, it should be close. So, uh, that same thing the Niners have going for them in terms of the extra rest on top of this game being Monday night. A lot of time off for the Giants to get healthier and, and feel good about this one at home. I just think Seattle's better uh, still. Uh, I think that the Giants' defense still has a lot to be desired. I don't – didn't feel encouraged obviously it was going to be tough against san francisco but just overall this year have not been a fun watch necessarily haven't generated the pressure you'd hope secondary has been a mess um and then when they have the ball yeah it's still it's hard to say yeah they've played two of the better defenses obviously in the league in dallas and san francisco they found some things in that second half against arizona but what does that really tell us i don't know Uh, i know seattle's defense has been far from dominant that's the kind of the, the tricky thing here so uh, if if Saquon can play um I'd almost consider flipping this I know the but at the same time it's just the, the Seahawks I don't know I don't think where their defense has been bad it's been more so in the passing game I know they gave up or the, the Rams ran a lot on them in the week one but they weren't having a ton of success I think they you know they're top 10 in DVOA on uh, that side of, uh, against the run much worse against the past 28. So, I mean, I just don't know if the Giants are the offense to take advantage of that. Um, I just, I really don't. So, I think that they've obviously been more so a team that the last couple of years that's uh, going to be dependent running the football. And on offense, I thought Seattle, another team that got things going, even if it's against the Panthers and at home, I thought they looked a, a lot more crisp. Um, and I think that maybe they'll be able to carry that over. I think a team playing confident. And just a better team overall. So I'll go Seattle in a game that I understand why the spread is in, in favor of the Giants, but I, I still feel like the, the Seahawks are the better team, even if they're on the road here. 
Yep, should be interesting. There are picks for week four in the NFL, as we said. We're doing these a day early this week. So, um, listen, if we don't do as well on our picks, that's what we're going to blame it on. Dylan. We had to do it before we knew injury news and all that. That's the reason, I'm sure. It had nothing else to do with uh, anything other than that. But there you go, as we said. There are picks, of course, telling a lot of stuff over at Clutch Points to get people ready for week four so let them know where they can find all that. And go to the Clutch Points app to the NFL section. Uh, follow all the games in there. We'll have all of our news, rumors, injury updates, tons of fantasy advice coming from the staff. So a lot of good stuff there as well as on the NFL section of the website and the fantasy section at the top of the website. Just click NFL or fantasy. All the same updates. Lots of good stuff going into this week. And, yeah, it should be a fun fun week again. Some uh, Even though last week we didn't have as many standout matchups that – I thought we're going to be a great time. They ended up being a really exciting, and um, even if some of the games weren't all pretty, they still had a lot of fun, uh, some drama at the end. And I think this week, though, I mean, we got some top-end teams playing against each other, so it should be a lot of fun. Yep, should be great. Check it all out at Clutch Points. And again, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Any podcast app you use, search for Establish the Pass. And uh, thanks, as always, for listening to the podcast, and we'll talk to you next time here on the Establish the Pass podcast. Best. Best. Best.